Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Let's get it. Let's get it. It is the final segment of today's show, and you know we are excited about it because this is the time where we like to turn it over to you guys to let you people, you amazing Awesome power what grid you, megawatts. What you mean? That's you what I'm people. talking about. That's what I mean by you people with the power grid and the megawatts. Oh, okay, See how specific okay, I was? Okay, there you go. Most people, when they say you people, they don't want to clarify because usually they got something that's underlying in that uh, tone. Is that the joke? And they okay. don't want to speak on it. Uh, For me, I speak on mine. I stand 10 toes down with this. I'm speaking directly to them power grid and megawatt folk. Absolutely. That's what I mean by you people. So, with that being said, man, it's time to turn it to the Twitter.com, baby. In the words of the great coach. Time's yours. There it is. Did we get it right? Did I get it right? Is yeah. it close? There it is, yes. I was trying to time it up, which I saw you was getting ready to click it. I'm like, come on. I got this. I got this. Hey, hey, hey. One, two. Let's go. Let's go. I don't know. I, 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 it's tough. So it's tough to because all these, as you can see, right? I'll paint the picture for the people. Yeah, it's very colorful little, back here. On our little soundboard here, right? You see these underneath the title of the clip. It's ah, got yes. the time, uh-huh. right? So like our, our, our blitz open here, right here, 57.8 seconds. That's how long it lasts. The times yours cut, as you can see here, is less than a second long. Yes, yeah, so that's why I was trying to really time it so up. So like, sometimes I, make I sure click right. it, and I can't because you can't even see the time countdown. Yeah, because so it's, it's so like, quick. wait, did it fire? Did it not fire? Because yeah. the, the point nine seconds is gone before you even. It happens like that. One though, more man. time, just to be safe. All right. Times yours. There it is. All righty. So let's get these tweets. All right, lad. Let's see what the people have to say. You want to go to the dot com, a cousin? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, Steeler Nation, 920. We'll start with our buddy. Speaking of J.J. Watt, we'll start uh-huh. with our buddy up in Wisconsin. Hey. Um, he well, says, what did he say? Come on. Oh, hold on. I'm messing with you. You know I want to give you the tempo. Come on, man. Tempo, Nation. tempo, tempo. Steel- Come hurry, on, rapid hurry, fire. Hurry up, hurry up offense. Hurry, hurry. Steeler Nation, 920. <laughs> 
says uh, he's feeling really good if the offensive line can play against Baltimore like they did last week against the Raiders. In parentheses. Do you think we can uh, continue to attack the middle uh, when they're not expecting it? Uh, an, an, an inside and an outside pass rush. Also, uh, enjoyed the conversation about Cam Cam for president. There it is. There it is. And first off, man, shout out to you, man, as well. Um, always appreciate your support. You know, you always be rocking with us. Yeah. But um, nine twenty is at the the. Yeah. He's towards the top of that that P one. No, absolutely, that power man. Grid absolutely. But um, in terms of the passing attack against Baltimore, I do think they should be able to pass against them and have success. When you watch the Ravens on tape, are they talented in their secondary? Yes. But they are inconsistent, and those inconsistencies really pop up versus play-action pass and deep crossers because they play a ton of man-to-man defense and cover one defense. Weaknesses to both of those. Over routes, because when it's cover one, you're running away from leverage. Most sure. guys in cover one have outside leverage because you got your safety or your inside linebacker, Patrick Queen, Robert uh, um, uh, Roquan, Roquan Smith. Smith. Both of those guys sitting on the interior part, so you know leverage-wise you're trying to run away from that. If it's zone, you got two underneath defenders. The safety's deep. What's that middle of the field part? You want to get deeper than the linebackers but shallower than the safety. Now, we know that's a little bit difficult at times. That was also one of the reasons why we threw a pick in the red zone, just trying to time that up, put the uh, the trajectory or the, the touch on that play. But that is definitely something that continues to show on their tape. Even looking at their last game, that popped up again. It was like, man, they were playing well, and don't get it wrong. I mean, they were in control because of what they could do defensively. But Desmond Ritter, at times, man, him and Drake London were having success. And it was largely those deep over routes, or they were working Drake London into the slot. And that's one of those ones that I personally think that we'll be able to do similar things, you know, just by personnel. So I do think we'll be able to have some success throwing on them. Now, in terms of our pass rush, it's really going to be predicated on if we stop this run. Because for them, they are talented enough to pass block against us. Question is, can they do it for four quarters when it's Tyler Huntley back there because of his pocket awareness? Not as good as a Lamar Jackson. And I mean, that's no surprise, right? Sure. But when you watch how he moves in the pocket at times, he puts himself in harm's way a little bit more often than he needs to okay. because he's a little bit more antsier back there than a Lamar who's, like I said, just been doing it longer and at a higher level. Sure. So if we can get them in situations where they actually do have to pass, yeah, I do think we should be able to win with our pass rush inside and outside. But we got to stop this run first because if not, now when yeah. now when you're looking at how many times they attempt to throw the ball because they don't have to attempt it a lot because of how well they've been running the ball. Last game, 17 throws. They were 9 of 17. Jeez. You see what I'm saying? 9 of 17. For, 17 times. 9, 9 of 17 for 115. So it's like they're not throwing it often, but when they're doing it, they're hitting about 50% of it. Sure. And what does that do? Defensively, it hurts you because they're hitting on those occasional occasional third and five, the occasional second and whatever. It was and they got 9 of 17 for how many yards? For 115 yards, 6.8 yards per catch. So, and he has a passing touchdown. I mean, I was going to say, yeah. it, it's not like they're throwing little two yard checkdowns. Not at all. Like, yeah. It's only nine completions, but those right. nine completions are all significant. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of it is predicated off of their play action pass. But the other part is it's heavily targeted to Mark Andrews. 17 attempts, right? Nine completions. Five targets went to Mark Andrews. He caught three of them. So just know they're trying to generate him they in terms get of him getting involved. him the ball. Yeah, getting him yeah. involved in the offense. Everybody else, one target, one target, one target. Oh, two targets, one target. One, like, that's the vibe with them. 
because like I said, for you better, them, if you're a wide receiver for the Ravens, yeah. you better make the most of those. Absolutely, targets. but that's the thing that makes them unique is because of how well they are able to pass the ball even in a limited capacity because teams haven't been able to minimize that. We even saw that when we played them. And we were like, man, they only threw the ball 12 times, but we couldn't stop the four passes that Anthony right. Brown threw right. and the six passes that uh, that Tyler Huntley threw. And those are some of the issues in terms of why you can't really take advantage of them from a pass rushing perspective with these two guys. Sure. When it's Lamar, man, it's a lot different because they will throw the ball a lot more with Lamar. But with these two guys, and I say these two because we actually had to see the other guy because we were lucky ones to actually put out Tyler of Huntley. Of course. You know? But – that is, you know, something that we are going to have to make sure we're buttoned up on. We have to stop that run first in order for us to even have a chance at doing some of this stuff from a pass rushing perspective. That's well said by the professor there. Uh, Steeler Nation 920 also wants to know. And I want to tell him. So what's up? Uh, says, my daughter wants to know, asks, what did you guys get from Santa this year and what was your favorite? Oh, so for me, that's a good question. For me, I asked for two things, and I got the one thing that I really wanted the most. All right, so I asked for two things. What? Yeah, I'm just leaving at two things. All right, the first thing was a cool little diamond necklace because wifey had said, "Hey, babe, I love your chain, but you didn't have it for a while. You should get yourself new." Santa, I had asked him because Gray, Gray told me that you can ask Santa for whatever, whatever you want, because it doesn't cost any money. But he can't ask dad and mom for anything because that costs money. <laughs> he's good. So he's, he's good. I tried that. He's good. I wrote on my list, I wanted two things, diamond necklace and a white Christmas. Ooh. I didn't get the diamond necklace, but I did get the white you Christmas. did get the white though. Christmas. I got the white Christmas, so shout out to that. And I loved it <laughs> because awesome. I, I was able to come downstairs in my jammies. I had on my favorite house slippers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was able to drink me some nice tea looking out the window as, as the snow the was out snow. there it was beautiful it was white the little, kids were having little fun Bing crosby on the I, radio i had i had it was no chestnut but i had the fire roasting you know so so that was that was dope i just felt real good <laughs> there was no chestnuts roasting but it was I no chestnut but the fire was going the fire was going the fire was delightful yeah it was that's good so i like that um yeah I, it was a good i had a nice christmas actually my sister crushed it uh, my sister, sister got of me. The year, man. I saw yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. My sister got me. Um, so my, I, I've said this on the show before, but for those who might not be, my, my sister is a uh, freshman at WVU. Uh, she runs cross country and track at WVU as well, too. Shout out to don't freshman. Oh, on yeah. Instagram straight flex. Oh, she D one. Uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. she D one. Oh, um, so she, uh, she got me a hoodie. That is like a WVU athlete only. Like you can't buy this hoodie. Don't you love athletes only stuff? It's it's an athlete. It's, it's the best. It's a it's, it's a it's a navy blue. It's got a small dub V like in the center of it. it. It's a Nike. Clean. It's a Nike hoodie. It's got the um, athlete cut on it yeah, as well. It's got the athlete cut and I, the athlete I, I, hoodie. I, I, saw, I, I low key saw like some six pack. Out there. I saw some six pack and some biceps pop up when you put that hoodie on. I'm now, just throwing it out there, people, man. No, you lying. Uh, uh, bro, I was like, yo, who is this? Is this Bradley Cooper? Like, who, 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 what the heck? Like, dude. I I thought, it was, I thought it was uh, uh was you, it him and him is work. I thought it was you, you, you which one was him, him and him is work. I, I thought, I thought was, instead of it being Chris Hemsworth, it was him, Hemsworth. You know, it was Wesley Hemsworth, H I M, Hemsworth. I like how you went right to Bradley Cooper, the Philly guy. You, Come on, you yeah, Philly lover. You're a Philly lover. You know that, man. Everybody know that. So my sister got me this cool, uh, like athlete issue only uh, WV hood, and 
a Grateful Dead record, some oh. vinyl. Tell me she knows you without telling me. She, she knows. knows. <laughs> she knows. But my favorite thing that I got for Christmas, pretty cool, my wife got me a Blackstone. You know what I'm talking about? The flat. I do. The I do. Flat, cook one. The yes, flat yes, top yes, grills. Yes, absolutely. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Absolutely. That's so, pretty dope. That is actually pretty dope. Because now you could do like. Oh, like, buddy. Breakfast stuff up there. I've been you told. Do I've like, been told the, bre- uh, the best the things to do. type stuff. Breakfast, yeah. hibachi, cheesesteaks. Yeah, yeah. Um, smash burgers. That's dope, bro. Um, what else was I told? Oh, you can do like blackened fish. Yeah. Like, ooh. Yeah. I like the black stuff. Pancakes, omelets. So I got now. I've got the grill, the smoker, and the blackstone. So That's we've dope. got like I feel like Thanos out here with the oh, whole yeah. set. Oh yeah. Uh, and I was completely surprised. I had no idea that that my wife pulled that off. Shout out the wife. And she did. managed to get the whole thing like down and like set up by herself. Oh, so she was doing it, doing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, shout out the more. And she's like four months pregnant. Let's go. And she's hauling Let's around go. this big black stone. Let's go. So yeah. So that was that was a pleasant surprise. I had no I, like I, I had no idea that was coming. I like that. That's I figured dope. I'd get some WVU yeah. stuff. You know, I figured I might get a vinyl record. I was looking for socks and a tie. I did. I didn't get any. I didn't get any uh, socks or boxers this year. I mean, what's going on yeah. with that? What's up with that? Hey, I did get a number one dad mug. Nice. And a number one dad uh, like stress football. Stress football. Oh. You know, like a stress ball, but it was like a football. But it said like number that. one dad out there. Are you gonna yeah. put that to use during the Steelers and Bills games, huh? I don't be stressed out during the JMU games, huh? I don't be stressed out. Why are you playing Call of Duty, huh? I don't be stressed out. I'm going to use it as like a when dad needs something, whoever catches the ball has to go get it. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Dad needs a drink. Oh, boom. You caught it, baby. Number one, dad. Come on, man. 500. Hey, got you. Yep. yep, Jack, yep, yep. Jackpot. Hey, you don't, have to te- you don't have to catch it if it touches you. So that way, yeah, you try to die, I'm going to ping you. Just know that, too, okay? And I'm accurate. Yeah. It's that type of dynamic in the most household. I love it. <laughs> as it should be. You better believe it, man. We've earned that right. We got a uh, we got a couple tweets uh, about Cam Hayward and his representation of the Steelers from mm-hmm. the uh, the segment the the conversation part of me that we were having in the first segment. Steeler Man Seven says totally agree with you guys. Respect to Kenny. He will have his opportunities down the line for years to come. But right now, can't praise Cam enough for what he's done and what he continues to do for so many people. Well said, and we mm-hmm. hope he gets that uh, that ultimate recognition in terms of the Walter Payton Man of the Year yes, award yes. Uh, this season. Rod Dalla tweets, Cam Hayward is definitely the face of the Steelers right now. Cam Hammerhead Hayward. Yes, sir. I like that one. Uh, Rudy says, of course, it's got to be Cam. He represents the Steelers the best. You can't make steel without iron. Mm. I see head. what you did there. Iron head. I like that. That's a good one, Rudy. That's that's boarding on dad joke material right there, and I like a it. A little border, a little border, but we'll allow it. I like it. it. We'll allow it. All right, now, this is a good one from Josh. He tweets us. Aren't you the dad joke guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll wear that. That's fine. Yeah, you're a dad joke guy. I'm a dad yeah. joke guy. Yeah. Crossed over fully. <laughs> he said, I've crossed over fully. I'm in my 30s. i got number two on the way. <laughs> All I need you is You got too a, much hair on your head to be dad joking it, though, bro. That is a good- yeah. You know what, Arthur Bucks? You got too much hair on your head, bro. See, I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> I've been joking with wifey that I'm not going to cut my hair again until baby two gets here in May. Mm. He's getting pretty long right now, cousin. You can see it. Uh, I'm wearing a hat, but you can, I mean, you're coming out the back here. You're getting real hockey-ish around here. But the only problem is is that when you get real hockey-ish, you also can be flirting on mullet territory. And that's why I think it's hockey-ish, because when I start seeing that flow come out the back, that's what you call it, flow, you know? It's one thing to rock the funny mullet in the summertime. Mm -hmm. 
It's another when yep. you're like pale winter yep. skin. And, and, and you got a hat on. Yep. You, you look real, real Lindstrom-y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I sound like I'm from Schweden? You know? <laughs> Josh tweets us. All right, now this is a good one. I'm headed into enemy territory Uh-oh. Sunday night to represent Steeler Nation. First time going to MNT Bank Stadium. Mm-mm-mm. Wesley Euler, if I need you, do you have my back down there? Josh, I just have one question for you. Oh. Whose car are we taking? You better talk about it. We ain't never turning down, baby. What's happening? <laughs> I like that. I, I gotta like send. That. Hold on. I, guess, I oh, gotta you send. Better, you better respond to I, that. Just same way. Heck yeah. I gotta send. I gotta send. Uh, I gotta send Josh the gift back. There we go. Josh, you know I got you, bro. Just come find me in the radio booth. I'm ready to. I'm always ready to scrap, especially if it's those Ravens fans with mm-hmm. the, the stinking camo pants on. Why do they do that? I don't like, know, bro. Why? I don't know. Why? It's even, not even cool. I'm like, yo, if you was like doing the Zubaz, Zubaz in that, Buffalo, or at least talk it's, about it's it, a, baby, talk about it. I'm not gonna say the Zubaz look good, but it's a it's a Time funny, out. it's a funny unique. The Zubaz do look good. In yeah, you're right. Fact, they do. They, they do. look perfect when paired with Bills gear. The, the, the blue and the red. Right. It, it works. It's, it's team let's official. Put it, let's it's, put it that it's, way. It's team It's designed that you, way. You know what the, you know you what know what the what Bills mean? fans do with the Zubaz? What's up? They pull it off. They do. They pull it off. You know what the Ravens fans don't do? They do not pull it off. Exactly. <laughs> they don't pull it off. I'm like, oh, it's like are, me are trying to, to walk around like, in cowboy boots. I ain't and, pulling that off, but is, someone from Texas might. And the thing is, because we are a country where we do wear camo, as fashion. Oh, yeah. Ain't but it's truth? like the weird colors of their camo that throws it off. It's like, yo, it's not camo it's black enough. and it's, purple. It's like, that's not, what, that's not right. What it looks like is that they're wearing black pants, yep. but somebody came up with a purple yes. paintbrush Thank and just you. like threw Thank a couple you. dollops it of purple paint on good. their paint. No. It does not look good. No. Whereas Zubaz, Zubaz, man, they should be in Paris Fashion Week, man. I'm sure they were when they debuted. Josh, it'll be my first time at M&T Bank Stadium as well. I'm not looking for a rumble. I'm there on official business. I'm just mm. looking for some crab cakes. Yeah, crab cakes is busting the fans, not so much. I was looking for an early bedtime, but, you know, the flex. Hit him with it, hit him with it. Hey, hey, is the famous Tony Soprano once said, what are you going to do? you going to do? Steel City Champs tweets, it says, I need to have the video of the Ravens doing their terrible towel, waving, mocking, playing throughout the city and throughout the locker room this week. The only way we come out with a big win is to stop the Baltimore run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were the Ravens. I mean, they were doing that. Ooh, yeah. Come on, man. Patrick Queen interception now on, on the end zone doing come the on, terrible man. towel. Renegade plays. They're all standing uh, hey, on hey, the bench doing the terrible towel. They, 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 they're still new for them. Patrick Queen ain't never taste victory in this matchup. He know what time it is. He he, he lost his mind. Oh my God! This is what it feels like to be. It's okay. Just know we coming right on back down to town, and we can go down there and smash y'all and take all the crack cakes home with us. How about that? How about that? How about that? Steel City Champs also has two more for from us here. Pittsburgh with love. From Pittsburgh with love. We're gonna throw all your old bay in the river. Actually, can we keep the old bay? I like the old bay. Yeah, me too. I like the old bay. But just for Sunday night, we're throwing it in the river. I, I'll put a couple. I'll put a couple in my backpack, though. Thank, we'll, thank you. Thank it's you. like you know, like do you think when they dumped all that tea into the Boston Harbor nope. that there were actually they, some they, people they, they who were like, kept some of that. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna I put a couple of these tea bags in man, my just, pocket just, though, because this just, stuff fire. Bro, this fire right here. This that fire. This that this that, this, you that, can't that just best get rid tea in the world. This tea fire. 
right, don't tell Billy Penn, but I'm putting you know a couple tea bags in my pocket. I'm gonna just take one or two. Nothing crazy. <laughs> Steel City Champs also uh wants to know if we think that there's anything with this game being moved into prime time with the uh national scene trying to put uh, Mike Tomlin at the forefront with the potential of him having his first losing season. I mean, I'm sure. I hadn't thought about that. It's but, a storyline. But this is the thing. This is the NFL, man. Everything's a storyline. Yeah, right? Ain't that the truth? So, uh, if you take that approach, cool. But I don't think that's any different than last week's approach or the week before that. Any of these games down the stretch, just from a mathematical standpoint, would let them know that if you would have dropped the game last week or the week before that, that you were going to run into a potential issue like this. But the thing to me, man, I don't think Coach Tomlin or any of the guys in the organization, and actually I do know this, they don't think about it like that because that would be walking into a game thinking about losing. And we ain't thinking about that. No, just like in general, though, like just you're right. No, you're absolutely right. Like athlete mentality, athlete mindset. Bro, I'm not thinking about losing. Like you might have that thought when you first look at the opponent and you start preparing. But once it's game time, man, once it's time to go, bro, you're not thinking about, man, are they putting us in prime time to 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 show us losing? To everybody, nah, they putting us in prime time because I'm finna go up 10,000 followers when I go for three sacks, hey. and I knock somebody out. <laughs> yeah, man. And I knock somebody that, out. That's just how we be thinking. So, uh, yeah. Steel City Champs also wants to know that uh, if, if the Steelers take care of business, what do we think the chances are that the Browns game will be prime time as well? They haven't even announced that that's going to be on Saturday yeah, or Sunday no, yet. They haven't announced yet. And, and this be is why. games both yeah, days. This is why, though, because of Steelers win this game. And we already talked about the two other games in terms of Jets and Dolphins having very favorable situations for us in terms of their outcomes. That would put everything back in play for next week's game to continue to have significance from a broadcasting standpoint because it's going to have significance to us regardless of if we're in the playoff hunt or not. Just in terms of our growth and our development, as yeah. we've laid out sure. multiple times this season to either have us in this conversation today. So with that, man, I just think that this team, you know, they could very well be in prime time two weeks in a row, man. We'll see. The yeah. only the only thing for me that, but it would depend on obviously. Uh, it gives me pause. Is you know if there are mm-hmm. if there are some scenarios games. like that, yeah. Like if if the Jets are playing the Dolphins uh-huh. and the winner goes and the loser goes home, yeah. that's going to get in prime time mm-hmm. over the. There, if there's a couple of those yeah. like those winning your end, losing you mm-hmm. go home type games that happen sometimes, yeah. like if Cle if, if Cleveland was still in the hunt, well that's the whole Saturday and, and Sunday it, thing, though. and it was a play in yeah. game, mm-hmm. I think it would certainly be yeah. prime time. But that's the thing because this could all be for night if the Jets win or uh, the Correct. Dolphins win, then it doesn't right. matter anyways. But what we're right. speaking on specifically is if it doesn't align like that, they very much could be in play with this thing, man. If that's the case, can we do Saturday night primetime instead of Sunday? Why do you want to be so picky? Because, man, I don't get home till 3 in the morning and then I got a baby get me up at 6.30 and I got to be back here at 9 o'clock. So, so? let's just want to sleep. So, wifey, understand? It's the job. What's more important? The job or the family? My sleep. It's just one more it's just one more day. It's not the job of the family. It's just one more game. It's the job and my lack of sleep. No, uh-uh. You only get the lack of sleep because you want to wake up for the family. Uh-uh. No, I got to wake uh, up for the family. Why? 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 Why am I going to leave my 14 it's months old just in the crib crying? What would Brady do? <laughs> he said, what would Brady do? What would he do? What would Brady do? What would Brady do is he'd spend his bazillions do? of dollars and he'd hire a nanny. Well, I'll spend your gazillions of dollars to hire a daddy then, man. You know what you're right. What would Brady do? What would Brady do? I'm going to tell that to wifey. Yeah. What would Brady do? In fact, he'd probably get his own private jet home at his own time. He'd skip practice for a couple days. Brady would say, listen, Giselle, 
watch these kids. I'm going to win a championship, period. When I retire, then the time's yours. But if I unretire, then go back to watching these kids. All right? You know what Tom Brady has never said to his kids? Time's yours. That is accurate. Steeler Rocker that 73. Is that is accurate. Kind of foul. Oh, very accurate, Our buddy though. Jay very in accurate. New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to recognize the foul. Sam, right? Sam, it, was foul. it was accurate. It was accurate. It was foul. It was Our accurate. buddy Jay in New Hampshire. Steeler Rocker Let's says, get it. look, guys, we all know TJ Watt got broke off. He got himself a serious bag last offseason. I think he covers some of JJ Watt's salary. Uh, bring him to Pittsburgh. Brotherly thing to do. Yes, please. Football gods, can we make this happen? Just a brotherly competition alone would be impactful. I don't know. Hey, nobody knows the true inner workings of J.J. Watt's heart. Yeah, man. I don't think T.J.'s sharing any money, though, with Big Brother. If you're T.J., why would you share money You don't money share with money Big with Big Brother. Maybe it was Younger Brother, not no, with no, no, Big no. Brother. Who, who do you think has more money? <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Seriously? Hey, you imagine if I go to see my little brother right now. Hey, 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 Kelvin, you know I love you, broski. Hey, I want you to pay for everything. I want you, hey, 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 you take the discount on your job too, baby, all right? Hey, hey, you take less of big bro come to town and be the star, all right? He going to look at me like I done lost my mind. You yeah. funny. Uh, uh, Jay also wants to know from your standpoint, like do you think the um – the, the the way the Steelers are able to win emotional victory on Saturday night against the Raiders last minute, you know, with everything that happened, Franco being honored as well, too. Like, that could galvanize this team, strengthen them as a team heading into Baltimore on Sunday? I mean, in a sense, yes. I don't think it's a negative. But at the same time, I don't think that the team is going to allow it to have a, a lingering impact one way or the other. Because this is when we talk 24-hour rule, this is also what we're speaking on. Um when something positive happens for you in a game, you don't just dwell on it and think about it and keep loving on it and keep going back and looking at it because that's how you become complacent and you lose your edge. You lose that feeling of urgency when you're preparing. The reason why that game was able to be how it was and how they were able to finish the way that they did was because of how urgent they were. When they prepared, they looked on the tape and they saw Devontae Adams. They know what he could do. They looked on the tape and they saw Josh Jacobs and they knew what he could do. They saw Derek Carr, and they said, man, I know what he can do at times. Chandler Jones, Max Crosby, so they had to prepare with that type of urgency. Now, if you come into this week and you're sitting here like, man, you saw what we did last week, baby. Hey, man, we did it for Franco, man. We love Franco. We're going to do it again for Franco, man, because we just love Franco. But, hey, man, you saw what we did last week, man. You don't feel that same sense of urgency. You're still urgent. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that you're not preparing, but as we talked about, it's a difference between when you're starving and when you just ate. You might still be hungry after you just ate. But you're not willing to go that extra mile as if you were starving. And as players, that's the mindset that we're always trying to recreate. You hear me talk about it in the training camp when I would say what? And, man, it doesn't matter if you had a good day or a bad day. You can't allow outside influences to determine your preparation, right? You got to always come with that exact same mindset regardless of good, bad, ugly. This has to be it because that's going to help you have that type sure. of detail in sure. your work so that way when anything happens in that game, you're able to adapt to it on the fly and go out there and be successful. So do I think it's a positive, everything that took place on Saturday? Yes. But I also don't feel like this is going to be just this, hey, man, each and every week we're speaking on this, speaking on this, because as a player who's been a part of teams that have had to deal with adversity prior to a season and during this, and during the season, it's just you 
it becomes more challenging holding on to some of those things than it is to just simply operate the way that we sure. operate. Sure. We compartmentalize. We don't deal with emotions. That's why a lot of people struggle when they leave the game because it's like, yo, you actually have to talk about these and you have to actually like acknowledge it. In the game, it's like, all right, he passed, I'm sad, I'm done, I moved on, it's game time, and that could be in five minutes, like realistically. Yeah, absolutely. You think about you see a guy get injured in the game, right? You see a guy laid out, paralyzed, Ryan got stretched, carted off, right? Here. Yeah. Three minutes later, what are you doing? You're going to put your face in the fan once again. You're not even thinking about it. Yeah. It's that type of process. So I know it sounds kind of cold at times. But that's just the, reality the mindset too. of yeah. how it works. So the Franco is definitely going to matter, and it's definitely going to be you know a part of it. But that is not going to be at the forefront with this group going forward because that's just not how we're wired. Sure. Unfortunately, every practice, every yeah. game, every week is a brand new blank like, slate. Seriously, yeah. like yesterday or, or what? Today's Wednesday, so Wednesday is going to be its own exclusive baby. Tuesday it's doesn't only, matter yeah, Tuesday doesn't matter. But then when you practice on Thursday, bro, don't show me what I did on Wednesday. I don't care about that. It's over. That's that's done. I can't get that back. Like, that's just how we move forward with this day, man. Yep, I, I think you're absolutely right. I know you're absolutely right. That's the decade of NFL experience talking. That's the psycho talking as well. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> now I, he's got to go woosa for a minute. I, I'm serious because every once in a while, man, I start doing that, and then I get all amped up. I can feel my heart rate increase. I look at my little Apple Watch like, all right, baby, slow it down. Your right, heart rate hey, is hey, increasing. Hey, you, you, you're tripping right now, okay? You, you're getting that itch. We don't need that, all right? So we're going to slow that thing on down. Your Apple Watch talks to you differently than <sighs> Yes, it says, Arthur, you're not supposed to be doing that. Relax. One or two more here as we wrap wrap this up. TC says uh, in our conversation about, you know, like wanting wins and wanting playoff football, says, of course, I'm hoping for wins, hoping for playoff football. But it does worry me that it wouldn't, you know, if the Steelers make the playoffs, it wouldn't affect any change this offseason that TC feels, you know, whether it relates to coordinators or job roles and those type of things, that it might just take some people off of of the hot seat or off of the warm seat. I I understand that, TC, but I also, if the Steelers go 9-8, and right, Mm -hmm. win these last two games, go 9-8, and get into the playoffs and lose in the wild card, Mm -hmm. no one's going to be happy with that. But I guess my question is this – because we're talking full context, and you specifically brought up if they win, that means you're not moving on from people. What is your narrative? Are you just trying to say you want somebody fired regardless of what is taking place this season? Because if that's the case, then I don't really agree with that mindset. We talk about the NFL, and one of the things Coach Tomlin talks about is your resume and how it's living and breathing with every performance that you have out there. So you mean to tell me that the first six games – matter more than anything that's taken place post bye week because to me I don't agree with that to me there's been nothing post bye week that tells me I don't want to continue moving forward with my group I don't want to continue watching this group grow and develop we've seen what this team has been growing and developing into I'm making a change for the sake of making a change. I'm making a change because I was upset about the first couple of games when y'all ain't know if you wanted to root for Mr. Bisky or if it was going to be Kenny Pickett or the Little Mason crowd or even the old, hey, man, bring seven back crowd, right? So we hollering about that. Like, to me, like I said, that's just where I differ because I'm a firm believer in if you're showing me progress, if you're showing me what I need to see, I'm not blowing it up just because I want to make some fans happy. Nah, because that's how you lose in this level consistency is the name of the game. You talk about the steals and everybody wants to critique, oh man, coaching trees and stuff like that. But let's talk about the consistency with this coaching tree and ultimately why this team is constantly in the picture. 
how many times were people talking about this being a terrible team? It's supposed to be picking in the top five and all this other nonsense, right? And that was when they weren't tanking. That was just when, hey, man, if the season ends a day, they're picking fifth overall. Season ends a day, they're picking sixth overall. You notice they won't talk about that no more, right? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Oh, man, offense worse in the league. Offense worse in the league. Man, let's, let's pull up offenses that, you know, 10 play plus drives. Tell me we're the worst in the league. That means we can't sustain drives? Now, if we're talking about red zone touchdowns, we talked about that. That's a different conversation. But yeah. what did we just do? What have we just been doing? <laughs> okay? So, once again, if I'm seeing progress, which I have been seeing, and that's the other part, we can choose to ignore it. And, once again, if you're ignoring it, that falls into narrative. But if you're looking at the actual context, and the context is scheme, are guys open? Number two, execution, are guys executing? Number three, are we not being predictable? I think that all three of those things we've seen very much more consistently since the bye week than prior to the bye week. And I don't think that there's any surprise that we also seen Kenny Pickett being better down the stretch. And why is that? Because of the consistency, the continuity, not, hey, let's get rid of Matt Canada this week. Oh, let's make Mike Sullivan the guy this week. Oh, man, let's let Coach Tom be the guy this week. Oh, man, let's bring in Frank Reich this week. Oh, no, you know, no, 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 no. Now we need to bring in uh, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. He's the guy we're going to bring in this week. You know, it's like each and every week is somebody different that we're going to be bringing in. That's not how you win in this league, though. That just sounds like a bunch of we're just spinning tires over and over and over again. You're not getting any traction because there's no continuity. There's no consistency. And at this level, everybody is talented. So the teams that understand what they're being asked to do and they can execute it at a high level, those are the ones that have success. But you're not going to get that if you're looking for a quick fix. And that's why, like I said, when to bring it full circle. Yeah. I ask, like, is this a narrative thing? Because if it's just you're firing a guy simply because you want a guy fired, I don't personally agree with that. And if that's the case, then we're never going to be on the same page. But to me, I do feel like it would be a positive if this team finds a way to make it into the postseason when everybody was talking about how this was supposed to be his Coach Thomas' first losing season. They're supposed to be picking in the top five. They're only going to have five wins for the whole season. If they finish 9-8 and eight and make it to the playoffs, man, I don't care what anybody says. That's a heck of a season with this team, man. Switch quarterbacks. Shoot, just lost a franchise quarterback from a year ago from how many years? Hall of Fame. What are we talking about? Quarterback. You've had T.J. Wyman for how many games this season? What are we actually talking about? The two highest-paid corners that you got, or two of the highest-paid corners that you got, haven't even been playing for how many games, dude? But this is what we're talking about? You, you, do you understand why I say it the way that I say it? Because the context is there. But it's like, if you don't want to actually acknowledge that, and you're just going to try to just pull a trigger, make a headshot for the sake of making a headshot, you're going to blow up everything that you're actually so close to getting. So, And I, I just think, too, like change is an organic part of this league in, in every and professional And change sport. happens. Absolutely you, it happens. You win a Super Bowl, change happens. You, you go 0-17, sure go there, there's I'm going sure to be changes. I'm sure it was people that never thought they would see the Steelers without Dick LeBeau as a coordinator. And Dick LeBeau left here and was coaching still in Tennessee when that happened. Change Bruce, is going Bruce to happen. Arians. Change happens. Yeah. Wizard Hunt, it happens. Todd Haley, the Killer B era. Bro, who would have thought during the Killer B era that we'd be like, man, we ain't going to have a Todd Haley. What? Hey, maybe. What? There's, there's a chance, too. You know, we, we talk about how no one ever gets hired. And, and I know we, we got to get going here, but we talk about how no one ever gets hired away from the Steelers. Hey, Brian Flores could very well have himself a, mm-hmm. a high-profile job again man. here in the next couple of weeks. So there's going to be change. You're going to have, regardless of how this plays out, three draft picks in the top 50. You're going to have more cap space than you typically do That since you don't have a franchise Correct. quarterback on the books. 
There's going to be change this offseason. Yeah. Let's let's finish these next two games, see how they play right. out. But don't look at going to the postseason as a negative because now it's not going to create some type of change that people are wanting for whatever reason they may want. And everybody has their own reasons yeah, for sure, change. And sure, it's not a negative, sure. but when, like, don't create a culture where winning is a bad thing. And that's what you have to be careful about. When you're talking like that, that to me sounds like losing culture. I would rather not go to the playoffs because that means I'm going to get this guy fired. What are we doing? You see what I mean? So. Again, I don't think anyone inside that building is going to be fist pumping or satisfied about a 9-8 and eight season. But when you talk about what this group specifically has had but, to get through? But I mean, okay. Okay. We we can act snobby as if only Super Bowls matter, and we've already broken down that context. You and I have had that conversation. We, how many, many times how many over seasons have been years. played in the NFL? How many teams have had appearances, and then how many have won? And we're sitting here with six, and that's the most. So just understand what we're talking about specifically here, man. Yeah. Last word of the day goes to Joel, who tweets. And says, I'm from Pittsburgh. I do now live in Texas. I'll take the compliment on being able to rock some cowboy boots. Hey. Joel, you rock the cowboy boots. I'll rock the mullet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll call it even. I like it. I like it. But we're going to call it even, and we're going to call it a show today because, man, we give y'all extra time today because yeah. we like y'all, all right? That's right. So with that being said, shout out to my producer, Mr. Wesley Euler. Bing bong. Kept me nice and crispy. Definitely appreciate you on that. Also going to give a shout out to the Power Grid and the Megawatts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, jazz, baby. Jazz, daddy-o. Then after that, I got to spend the block one more time to give a shout out to my partner in crime, my one and only, you know who he is, Mr. Wesley Salute, Arthur Motes. Ah, there we go, there we go, there we go. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, stay safe out there, and you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the gold. Stellars. Mm-hmm. Nation. Okay. Radio. I would suppose that is it. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.